From the Wall Street Journal, here are five things you need to know in what's news. CBO sees 24 million more uninsured, $337 billion deficit cut with GOP plan. The number of Americans without health insurance would grow by 24 million under a House Republican proposal to topple most of the Affordable Care Act, according to a nonpartisan report that is likely to complicate GOP lawmakers' efforts to unite around the plan. Sachs owner and talks to buy Neiman Marcus. The private equity firms that own Neiman Marcus are in discussions to sell the struggling retail chain to rival Hudson's Bay, which could put the business under the same owner as Sachs Fifth Avenue. The most important player in the AIG CEO resignation, Carl Icahn. Carl Icahn was at the center of last week's surprise resignation of Peter Hancock at AIG. Late winter storm hits U.S. East Coast. A late winter East Coast storm shut schools, canceled flights, and led officials to declare states of emergency. But rain and sleet sharply lowered snowfall forecasts in some major cities. When the children crashed Dad's BBC interview, the family speaks. In their first interview, Korea expert Robert Kelly and his wife Kim Jong-ah described the circumstances, chaos, and global reaction to their now infamous home office Skype catastrophe. She was in a hippity-hoppity mood. From the Wall Street Journal, here are five things you need to know in tech. Is your stuff safe in the cloud? Storing documents in a private cloud that you access from home is one way to minimize risk of hacking. Intel joins Silicon Valley's race to make best server on wheels with Mobile Ideal. Acquisition marks latest investment by a technology company in the future of autonomous cars. H-1B visas keep down U.S. tech wages, study shows. Research suggests the influx of skilled foreign workers has historically led to lower wages for U.S. employees. Economists caution against making too much of the result. One year after leaving Zenefits, Parker Conrad starts rippling. Controversial Silicon Valley entrepreneur raises $7 million to take fresh aim at onboarding services for startups. Facebook bans use of user data for surveillance. Social media giant updates policy but didn't define surveillance. From the Markets section of the Wall Street Journal, Pound Creaking Under Weight of Brexit by Riva Gold. Investors are souring on the pound as the UK prepares to start the legal proceedings to leave the European Union, sending the currency back toward three-decade lows, even as officials forecast a resilient economy. On Tuesday, sterling fell 0.74% against the dollar to around $1.21, a 19% decline since last June's Brexit vote. On Monday, British lawmakers removed the final hurdle to Prime Minister Theresa May triggering Article 50, the legal mechanism to start a two-year negotiation process to leave the European Union. That marks a new phase for the currency, some analysts said. Many expect sterling to fall further, driven by fresh uncertainties around the Brexit process and a near-record gap in interest rate expectations between the UK and US. Brexit has been looming, but from the date Ms. May triggers Article 50, Brexit will have begun, said Jane Foley, currency strategist at Dutch lender Rabobank. Bearish bets against the pound have jumped this month, data from the Commodity Futures Trading Commission suggests. The pound has also been falling again against the euro and was down 0.55% on Tuesday, around a 13% fall since the Brexit vote. Adding to uncertainty around the UK, Scotland's chief minister said Monday she plans to seek a second referendum on Scottish independence to be held within two years. 
The UK economy has so far defied expectations that it would be hit hard by Brexit, expanding by 1.8% in 2016. British officials and many analysts continue to predict resilience. Last week, the Office for Budget Responsibility, the UK's independent fiscal watchdog, raised its annual growth projection for this year to 2% from 1.4% previously. The move echoed that of the Bank of England in February, which upgraded its growth forecasts to 2% this year and 1.6% in 2018. That is above the 1.8% growth the European Central Bank predicts for the Eurozone in 2017. But the pound's continued weakness shows that investors believe UK growth forecasts are likely too optimistic. They see a plethora of risks. Many are betting the uncertainty surrounding Britain's future commercial relationship with the EU, its largest trading partner, will dent corporate sentiment. The main problem for sterling is just the sheer size of political uncertainty, said Carl Hammer, chief currency strategist at Swedish lender SEB. I think most people are very skeptical negotiations will have everything in place in 18 to 24 months, and as long as that uncertainty remains, it's going to be very hard for the currency to find friends. Resilience in the labor and housing markets have helped cushion UK consumers so far, but confidence is fragile, some analysts say. Retail sales dipped in January for a third straight month, a sign rising inflation pressures from a falling pound could deter spending. Forecasts seem optimistic. You'd think nothing was changing, said Paul O'Connor, multi-asset chief at Henderson Global Investors, noting the official models largely assume Brexit doesn't disrupt growth and trade. Fresh pressure on the economy would also likely see the BOE keeping interest rates lower for longer, at a time when the Federal Reserve is expected to raise its rates. That would likely widen the gap between the pound and the dollar, given money often flows into areas with higher rates, looking for the extra return. At the turn of 2016, before the date of the referendum was announced, investors expected much higher UK interest rates.